Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Into the Borough podcast. Um, here on the Borough Reviews uh, channel, I suppose it's not really a channel, um, but under the what, what would you call it? Like the the um, the parent subsidy, uh, the the parent company, the Borough Reviews. Uh, the Borough Reviews Network. There we go. That was the word I was trying to look for. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wherever start. you needed to go with that, you you got there, which is the yeah. important thing. I mean, <laughs> yikes! And I am too tired to edit this, so this is all staying in. Wow. Um, uh, even though we're only forty four seconds in. No. Well, you know what? Um, Since you're gonna start doing that, I'm gonna take another bite of fried rice. <laughs> And this is that. how tonight's gonna go. I'm just gonna keep eating. <laughs> you do that. No, um, no, it's it's great to be back. It's been what, like uh a month? Yeah. It's been a month since we last recorded or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Halloween, Linda, right? Scary Jared are back. Woo! Yeah. Scary Jared, Spookalin Spooky Spooka Linda. <laughs> <laughs> what i am so sorry you guys i don't i don't know what to do to help <laughs> i actually kind of like that spookalinda it like it like rolls off the tongue better don't actually i'm not actually gonna put that as uh your your title next time on zencaster oh my so don't God. worry but it just for whatever reason it rolled off the tongue really nicely wow. and i was like spookalinda spookalinda <laughs> okay yeah well I'm, I'm good on that thank you yeah no uh yeah no it's been such a long time it feels like and i'm super excited to get back into talking some weekly news and covering what's new in the entertainment industry what's on streaming what are you gonna watch this weekend well we're gonna tell you in this episode very very shortly um very shortly very shortly as you can see we're a tad rusty but, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's that okay. you know, the first two I could handle. The last one really upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no. Um, so we'll cover those uh, later on in the podcast. But for right now, we're going to just uh, give you a quick update on uh, on everything. Um, so our release schedule is not any different than it was when we released on Halloween, and I think the episode before that. So we're still doing Fridays at 4 p.m. Central Time. As you can see, if you're listening to this right now, um, that's clearly when you're able to like actually listen. Um, and that's not going anywhere. So I want to stress that, that going forward, I think that it's within both of our power mm-hmm. as host, as, uh, as co-host to um, ensure that we are available on Thursday nights to record and I think that I will be able to actually schedule everything and get it out on Friday. So that's not going to change. So that's good news. I know. And you were probably, they were probably all expecting me to say that we're moving it again. I guarantee it. Well, I'm just glad we found we found a day. We found a time instead of being like, oh, I'll come by sometime this weekend. I'll come on Monday. You know, I'm glad we have like an actual like, good day and time to work with i like that it's on friday i feel like it'd be a good like friday listening to and you're like coming to and or from work so i i like what we have 
And you know what? It yeah. doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. So. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, honestly, well, th- I mean, it just makes the most sense when we do yeah. our like streaming segment too. And we're like, hey, this new show is coming out this week and like, check Watch it out. It. it definitely makes more sense for us to be doing it then than any other time on the weekend. So mm-hmm. um, what else is new on the channel? Well, let me tell you. Um, with the Borough Reviews YouTube channel, we just uploaded a video um, it's kind of a low key video, no review or anything, but it's just an office vlog because I finally got most everything that I wanted to set up. And so, um, I, yeah, I just thought I would share with everyone kind of what that looked like and what my plans are for the future. Um, like I had mentioned, like in that vlog, like getting a new desk so I can have, um, just more room to work with, uh, since, since I am also working from home. This room is crazy. So let me count how many monitors are in here. We have five monitors in this one room. Um, So cords everywhere. Uh, But, uh, and I just upgraded my internet to um, one gig instead of 300 megabytes. So uh, we are full steam ahead. Hopefully I'll be able to do anything and everything uh, that I want to do with this office. And, uh, it looks, it looks really good. I must say, um, how did you, so you, you sent me a message after it was uploaded and you said it looked really good. I didn't even tell you that I was releasing that. So you were just on point. Yeah, I was on YouTube and then I saw a video. I was like, Oh, the office is finally done. So I clicked on it. Noticed that you said something about my little alien stitch that I made for you, but then didn't say anything else about the poster and the book I got you. But you know, that's cool. I don't need recognition for everything I do. Okay, look, my mind was so like off that like I wasn't really talking about like hardly anything. Didn't I? I did mention. Oh no, I didn't. You didn't. Uh, I thought about it when I looked at it. I think the thought. (laughs) It's the thought that counts, right? (laughs) Um, <laughs> it's the recognition. <laughs> uh, did you? So you got a chance to look at the YouTube channel. Did you see the cute little work I did on all the thumbnails? I changed it. Yeah. Again. And honestly, this time I like it so much more. Like I think it fits the type of vibe so much better. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, I changed all of the thumbnails. It took me forever. When I say that I've been setting up things for weeks. Um, you know, when I took my supposed break to finish school, I wasn't actually taking a break with anything. I was just taking a break from posting and having that pressure of feeling like I needed to post, but I guarantee you, I was still like sitting here in this office working and still trying to map out, you know, some things that I wanted to like accomplish and get done. And, um, it was actually quite a lot of work because <laughs> I had to set up, I, we have a discord now. I ha- I have to actually go in, make sure everything's all set with the, um, with the settings on discord. And then I also have to make sure that my OBS, uh, streaming software is set up for cyberpunk next week. I'm not sure what days we'll be streaming on Twitch, but we will be, uh, at least some, some of the time streaming on Twitch. Um, I don't want to stream Cyberpunk 2077, like the full game, my full game. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just maybe want to go in there, do a couple of side missions and stuff and and uh, just talk to you guys that way. Um, but I don't actually want to do that whole game because many of you probably know, especially if you're listening to this, but Twitch has been cracking down 
on DMCA's and uh, just issuing a lot of, well, same with YouTube, really, a lot of strikes based on like copyrighted material and music. And it's been a whole nightmare. And so Cyberpunk 2077, really cool feature of that game is it comes with streamer mode where you can basically shut off nudity and you can basically switch from like the in-game like soundtrack to the original score. That way you don't get flagged for any music in the background um, that is in Cyberpunk's, uh, which is really cool. And I, I think more games are going to do that going forward in the future. However, that does limit the amount of, um, I think the amount of entertainment that I would have. Not saying that like I need the nudity or I need the, like, I need the music, but like... I'm just saying, like, I want the full experience sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah, that's what you're going to call it, the full experience. How does the... Because you can edit your genitals. Jared, if you want a little... (laughs) Have you heard about this, Linda? You can can edit your genitals, uh, and I need to make sure that I can edit mine, and I don't... (laughs) Oh, my God! I'm... I never heard about editing my <laughs> But you know what? Whatever keeps the game afloat, you, you get it. I mean, I feel like as you're saying, I don't need nudity. You're like emailing them like, give me the nudity. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, part of, part of wanting to be in that world is the amount of chaos there is. Uh, and so, yes, maybe maybe a little bit, but... Also, like, I just, yeah, but also like, I mean, okay, so I haven't mastered this because, you know, I'm, I may be do, I may be doing a podcast. I may be doing a channel. I do not consider myself an influencer whatsoever. I'm just a guy who has a hobby, right? So when I am playing games, I have not yet mastered the talking to the Twitch chat and commenting, doing like live commentary on a game with actually playing the game uh i like really just sitting there and it's how i do everything like it's how i train for work it's i just sit and observe typically um to get like my full opinion before i actually um you know try and do live commentary or something so it's a little different for different games right obviously like if i was gonna stream among us for instance like i don't need I don't need to worry about <laughs> like um, being fully immersed, right? Like I, that's a game where it's pretty, it's pretty easy to do live commentary over. So um, no, but I just wanted to let you know that that was coming down the pike. Uh, did you have anything that you needed to update our listeners on or things that you thought are cool that you want to talk about? Um, I just wanted to go on my little rant there so I could let people know what was coming. Yeah, man. I mean, you got to give Jared time to rant about his little nudity and editing out his wiener, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) For clarification, it's not my wiener. It is my character's wiener. I need a minute. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I mean, Anyone listening that knows my fiance, congratulate him on his new job. He's been working at the bank for a few years now, and now he's starting to work at FedEx. And it's a really good job, and he really likes it. And I'm really proud of him because I just want him to be happy. Now he's happy and making a lot of money. So just, you know, congratulate him on that. Um, 
If you live in Waverly, the Great Wall has really good fried rice. And oh my God, I can't stop eating it even though I'm filming. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Honestly, the biggest thing I'm working on right now is just stuff going on this weekend and next weekend. Two birthdays. And I'm making two layered penis cakes for two different people who, oddly enough, both wanted a penis cake. Hey, we have a cake pan. I know. know. Oh, oh. did you buy it? Yeah, I used it. Shout out to Jared for his 10% off coupon. I used (laughs) it to buy penis-shaped cake pans at Adam and Eve. And it was so (laughs) funny because I went there and they were like, how'd you know we had these? And I didn't want to be that guy that's like, oh, I've been here a couple times. Yeah. And the coolest thing about Adam and Eve on O Street in Lincoln is that they have penis-shaped bats, like wiffle ball bats. And oh my god, I I shouldn't be shouting this because the birthday boy is downstairs, so he's probably hearing me as we speak. But I'm getting him a pinata, and I'm gonna let him use the penis-shaped bat to like hit it. Um, oh, that's cute. I know, isn't that so cute? I was gonna buy a dildo and have him do it. But no, I don't have to. Yeah, we have those um, like 15 inch like <laughs> dongs. Okay. And also, like, just so you know, like, I, <laughs> this podcast, I have never once stated that this was a family friendly podcast. This, that in is fact, fair. We are, we are flagged as explicit on like all of the podcasting platforms. Not that we really ever talked this much about penises. Because <laughs> we really don't. <laughs> we haven't, but like it just happens sometimes and I want to prepare for it. Anyway, this yes. This is the pres- unprecedented penis episode. There you go. This is our penis episode. Mm. There you go. No, but uh, I agree. You totally should have, you totally should have gotten a dildo. I should have, but at the same time, I really want to keep that bat for myself for intruders. Because what would be funnier than having someone break into your home? You get to hit them, hit them with like a penis bat. Mm. So I, I texted it to a friend of mine, and I was like, "I got this for Dylan, but I'm going to keep it and use it for intruders because that would be hilarious. That would make my night if someone woke me up to steal my stuff. So <laughs> it's mine, but I'm going to let him borrow it for his pinata because hmm. you know I'm a good friend." Yeah, no, you are yeah, a great, you, great you friend, and that just makes it that much better. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know. And besides, we're adults; we can talk about penises. It's fine. I agree. I, you know, you know what? I'm going to make a declaration right now. There, there you go. I think at least once an episode, we should talk about penises somewhere, right? Okay. I'm no, gonna do I, that. I'm kidding. I don't actually want to do that. But yeah, well, you sold me. I'm doing it. But the problem is, and and I guess it's not really a problem. But I can, we can talk about whatever we want. So if we want to, if there we want to make a penis segment, god damn it, we're gonna make a penis segment. And the best thing about about it is that my mom wouldn't even be upset that I was talking about penises. She would just be upset if I cursed. So, I mean, I have the okay from my mommy and my daddy, so I can do it. So, it's okay. Maybe not in the context of this conversation that we've been having, should you use those specific <laughs> words. <laughs> I was trying to play it off like a little kid, but damn it, those kink people. Yeah. They ruined it. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, oh my god, we're 15 minutes into this. I, oh my god. I know. <laughs> Just looking at that. I'm Woo. so sorry. We can't even blame this on being tired. It's only 7 o'clock. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it is fine. And you know what? We never said that this was... I I think, I mean, we've made it clear that this was an entertainment podcast for sure, but exactly. I'm pretty sure in all of our descriptions, we've still included, they talk about life and hobbies and all of those things too. So you're still getting the, the full treatment of, of subscribing and listening to the latest news, right? But you're also getting the treatment of like, maybe we're a little bit more personable than like NPR. Like yeah, if you want to go listen to NPR and the weeds and Vox and all those people, you, you go listen to them. Like you don't need to be here. But if you come here for fun and genital talk, you've come to the right place. I'm your girl. Um, oh yeah. my God. I just realized people at work are slowly like finding out that I do this. Mm. And they don't really know me that well. So if they no. come onto this podcast and just hear me talk about penises for like 10 minutes. They're I'm just going to make a lot of fun. friends. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> let's let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think it is time to talk about some depressing news this week. Um, yeah, a lot of depressing news. Uh, more COVID-related stuff. But... Um, stuff that's super important nonetheless, and then we are going to cap it off with some trailer reviews and some what's new to streaming uh, information, because we have been bad, not Linda, I've been bad at watching things, so I didn't get around to watching uh, anything, hardly, except the two trailers. So um, yeah, we're going to do that, and we will be right back. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. And Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your first recording. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. We use Buzzsprout and can attest that it is a cakewalk compared to some of the other hosting platforms that we've used. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. So what are you waiting for? Grab your gear that you already have, and then find a quiet space to record and talk about all your favorite things. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and helps support our show. We can't wait to hear your passion. And now for your last week's news update. Aaron Couch and Pamela McClintock of The Hollywood Reporter write, Warner Brothers smashes box office windows, will send entire 2021 slate to HBO Max and theaters. In an unprecedented announcement, the studio will send 17 films, including The Matrix 4, The Suicide Squad, and Dune to its streaming service for 31 days and the same day they hit theaters. The unprecedented move is likely to catch theater owners off guard and upsets a model that has been in place for decades. Warner Brothers stresses that these are pandemic-only rules, but once something is broken, can you really put it back together? Dave McNary of Variety writes, AMC Entertainment to raise up to $844 million to stay afloat during pandemic. 
AMC Entertainment Holdings has filed to raise up to $844 million by selling stocks as the exhibitor struggles to stay afloat during the COVID-19 pandemic. The S3 filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission said AMC plans to sell up to 200 million shares at an estimated offering price of $4.22 per share. Based on trading November 30th, shares, however, plunged $0.69 cents to $3.63 in trading on the New York Stock Exchange. It's the fourth time since September that AMC has announced a stock sale to raise cash. Brent Lang and Matt Donnelly of Variety write, Elliot Page will continue to star in Umbrella Academy. Netflix changes credits on his past films. Elliot Page will continue to play the role of Vanya Hargreaves in The Umbrella Academy, the Netflix series about a family of superheroes that's become one of the streaming service's biggest hits. Vanya is a cisgender woman whose superpower involves unleashing force through use of sound. There are no plans to change the character's gender. Netflix is also in the process of updating Page's name in the metadata across all titles he is involved in that will be available to watch on the streaming service. And that concludes your last week's news update. If you would like to support the Borough Reviews or the Into the Borough podcast, please consider subscribing to our Patreon campaign. Our Patreon offers four distinct memberships. Candyman, a $1 a month tier to show your general support for what we do. It follows a $2 a month tier that will grant you early access to our videos before they release on YouTube. Hereditary, a $5 a month tier with exclusive podcast discussions and member-only polls so you control what content we focus on each month. And finally, Trick or Treat, a $10 a month tier where you'll get exclusive videos, behind-the-scene content, and all of the other tier perks combined. During these times, it is crucial for us to remain stable, and with your help, we can get there. Head over to patreon.com slash Reviews to sign up. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. All right, and we are back, and we are going to talk about the news that you just heard in the little intro interlude <laughs> that I haven't recorded yet. So whatever I said there, you're going to hear here. Wow, wow, I hate the English language. Here, here. Wow, that was, I don't remember you ever doing that in a previous podcast. No, that's but, because it never happened. <laughs> it's okay, you sounded very confident, so hopefully they don't notice. Well, here, I mean, technically, that's a that's a phonetically correct statement. Uh, yeah. I just, you know, you're just not supposed to, but I did it anyway. And you know what? I have a fucking degree now, so you listen to me. Wow. Uh, anyway. Wow. Wow. Uh, big oh. man. Big man with a degree. <laughs> I think, you know, that's probably what I felt like I was missing in the intro when I was like, I like, I don't know why we've been talking for nearly 20 minutes, but I feel like I have more to say. Yeah, I graduated, but we're going to move on from that. Uh, <laughs> we're going to we're going to talk about Warner Brothers and we're going to talk about why Warner Brothers do be doing stuff like why um, you doing what you do why why are you doing it uh why are you doing so it? 
<laughs> Warner Brothers is moving all of its 2021 slate, which is like 17 films, to HBO Max at the same time that those films are supposed to be releasing theatrically in the, U- the U.S. market specifically. And a couple of things with this. That means that not only will Wonder Woman go there, but you're going to have The Matrix 4, you're going to have Dune and The Suicide Squad um, all go to HBO Max. And Tom so, and Jerry. And Tom and Jerry. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah whatever, Tom and Jerry. Like, no, I like are you, I what? Uh In the Heights as well. Um, yeah, here. In fact, let me just let me just go off here. You have the little things. You have Judas. You have Black Messiah. You have Godzilla versus Kong. You have Space Jam, A New Legacy. Um, I mean, you just have so much that's just that's just going to go straight to HBO Max. Uh, and as we'll talk about, and actually, I don't feel the need to separate these two things because they're actually they run together very well. Um, a couple of a couple of hours before that news broke. AMC was gearing up to raise $844 million um, to try and, you know, to try and stay in business, really, like, and avoid bankruptcy at all cost. And they were going to do this by selling their shares again. Um, and the shares were going to be offered at an estimated offering price of four twenty two per share uh, based on November 3rd. But um, shares plunged 69 cents to six um 363 in trading on the new york stock exchange so uh and and keep in mind that that 69 cent decrease was before we got the news that warner brothers was going to be moving all of its all of its (laughs) theatrical films i can't even believe i'm saying that to hbo max simultaneously while they're supposed to be releasing theatrically um so i i I would be amazed if if that share price holds at 363 and doesn't just plummet even further. In fact, I mean I can go to the New York Stock Exchange right now and see. Um but while I'm doing that, what do you think of this? Like these things obviously are two mutually exclusive news stories. They they do work together and I don't know if obviously I think the distributors, so the theater owners, are going to give. Um, they're going to give a lot of flack to Warner Brothers, and um, I do think that they're going to retaliate in some fashion. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know if they're going to refuse to play the movies in theaters then, or what they're going to do. But clearly, like they're the the exhibitors didn't want this. The theater the theater chains didn't want this to happen. And the fact that Warner Brothers is doing it is unprecedented. And also, what does that mean for the other companies that um, have films, you know, in films from this year, films from last year, just sitting on the back burner, on the back catalog right now, you know, just waiting to be released? Um, yeah. What does that mean for them? Are they going to follow suit? I mean, I I do feel for, you know, we've been talking about this all year. I mean, movie theaters they're it's been just a downhill battle for them from the start of this pandemic and and it sucks it really does because i i love going to the movie theaters and i hate that i haven't been able to all year but at the same time places like warner Brothers, like they need to make money too and they're finding ways around you know being able to release everything and still find a way to make money 
aside from relying on the movie theaters. So, I mean, they're trying to find a creative solution to this problem that we've had for almost a year now. And I mean, you know, they, they got to do what they got to do. And, you know, while we're on the topic, I, we just got HBO Max. So I am freaking pumped, especially since as of right now, it doesn't seem like they're going to have any additional price added onto it. Right. Which was the huge problem that Disney Plus had when they were releasing Mulan. So mm. I'm really glad that Warner Brothers and HBO Max, like, saw that problem, kind of took it into account. And we're like, you know what? They're already paying almost $20 a month for the streaming service. Let's not, let's not, let's not add to that. Which is pretty cool because Disney Plus didn't give us that same due diligence. Yeah. So, and oh my God, are we not going to talk about the fact that we can watch The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It on HBO Max? Like, (laughs) yeah, I'm excited for that. So, yeah, I mean, I do feel for the movie theaters, but you know what? We we're all doing what we can to survive right now with everything that's going on. And I just hope that, like, they can, like, see that and recognize that they're not going to be making a whole lot of money in the theaters like they haven't every time they've tried to open up with mandates and everything and they're still not going to because no one feels safe going and you know yeah it, it, i feel bad but at the same time i get why warner brothers is doing what they're doing so right yeah so um funny story at&t's um share in the new york stock exchange anyway is up 14 cents um to 29.23 and just for reference too, that number um, was only outmatched uh, earlier this year in June when they their stock AT and T stock. So that's like the whole family, you know, Time Warner, Warner Brothers, all of those companies, you know, bundled into one because of the AT and T merger. Um, anyway, AT and T stock earlier this year in June on June it looks like eighth was 33.23. Right now it's sitting at $29 uh, a share. And um, AMC's hasn't dipped as much as I thought it would have at this point. Um, But just today it went from 413. And then we had a peak around 418, around like noon. The news happened and then it dropped all the way. It got all the way down to three fifty a share before finally steadying out at three um, sixty three again. So I don't know if it's going to stay there. If it's going to drop more, I would imagine that it's probably going to drop more, especially once we, if if other companies, other distributors start following suit with Warner Brothers. Um, plan of action here which is to basically just offload all of their back catalog onto their own existing you know uh streaming service then i don't imagine that amc's stock will <laughs> will last um oh, at God. 363 for too long any anymore because uh, yeah. <laughs> we started the beginning of this year so keep in mind um, I, I, just for reference, I'm going to go back a few years. So I'm going to go back to when they started making huge changes at AMC, just so I can give you a reference on where movie theater stocks have gone, at least as far as the New York Stock Exchange goes. So back in 
November of 2016, their share price on average, you're, you were looking at, um, and this is going back five years, by the way, like this is five years in total. So I went back kind of far Their Their peak in the last five years was in November of 2016, where they were making all of those investments on upgrading their seating and, you know, working they, I mean, obviously they didn't have AMC Stubbs list, um, a list yet, but they were working on AMC, you know, Stubbs memberships and stuff like that, re- revamping the whole entire um, company, and yeah, their share price was thirty two sixty. Now their share price in twenty seventeen, really, when you started to see the rise of the streaming services, it dropped. Um, as low as $11. But then again, in 2018, it picked back up to about 20. So if you're averaging, it's been stable right around the $20 area. Um, and it wasn't until uh, this past year. Um, and I think a lot of it had to do with at the end of 2019, them actually, you know, releasing and rolling out AMC uh, A-List, which was the subscription service. So you pay $20 a month, you can watch, you know, three movies a week, up to three movies a week. Um, that dropped their their share down to about um, eight, nine dollars. And then um, once, you know, the turn of the year hit, they were down as low as, you know, two two forty nine um, a share. And uh, you can just see the trend if you're looking at the chart that the the theaters just if we're talking about the economy and we're talking about the market, they're just not as strong as they once were. And this news only furthers that fact um, kind of solidifies it. I don't think there exists a situation here where AMC is able to climb their way out of the hole because the thing is for these production companies, it is much cheaper uh, and much more, not with every property. I want to make that super clear either. Things like, um, you know, Marvel and things like DC, Star Wars, some of the bigger properties don't have this lingering question for the production companies of whether or not they're going to make enough money to even break even. But for any other like property that, if you think about like an independent film that was made on like a, you know, 25, $30 million budget, um, those movies typically only open between like, you know, six to 12 million and that's just opening weekend. And then maybe you make your money back, but that's not even including the marketing that went into the film. It's not including a lot of that. So they're kind of just breaking even. And if they can offload and sort of bypass the, the theatrical, release um format that has existed for decades uh if they can bypass that and just offload it onto their streaming service it's it's a much safer investment for them than it is uh releasing it theatrically now like i said that's not for everything but it is for a lot of things um and i can see them doing this much more frequently in the future um I don't th- think they're going to be as scared to offload something like the Suicide Squad or something like Wonder Woman 1984 onto a streaming service going forward if they think it's in their best interest. Um, Disney has more to lose. I mean, so if you're talking to Disney reps, and I still don't believe them, but the Disney reps are all saying that 
yeah, like, but we still lose a lot of money from box office revenue when we put something on like Disney Plus. You and, have all the money though. Yeah. And to a certain extent, I do like, I do think that they do. They're like, they obviously, they have a lot that, and a lot, a lot of properties and a lot of, um, you know, popular properties as well. So for them, it is, it is more of a risk not putting their movies in the theaters. But at the same time, for, for these smaller, these smaller movies, it's, it might actually help them get viewership, but at what cost? And the cost is uh, theaters going out of business. So, um, yeah, I no. Mean, what do you, what do you think about all this? Or do you have any like final thoughts on this? Cause I've been talking forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. I think when all is said and done, what this article shows is whether we want to be or not, we are, really did all just kind of get thrusted into this new world, this new way of having to do things. And unfortunately, since we didn't see it coming, we weren't prepared for it. Some of us had a lot more to lose than others. And some of us have easier solutions to our problems than others. And, you know, we, we all just got to do what we have to, we may lose some money in the end, but I mean, it's better than losing all of it. And I know some places really are taking a hit with that, but I think we just got to, you know, just keep trying to find different way of doing things since, I mean, at least for now, we really can't go back to the way we were doing things before. And I think we just really need to accept that and just find a different path to keep moving forward in. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. We're, we're all going to have to take a moment um, to just take a deep breath and then reconfigure um, Mm -hmm. our processes and how we, how we distribute films, how we make films. Um, All of it's going to have to be changed. And that's a side effect of the larger issue of 2020. Um, but, you know, going into a new year, um, there are really promising um, studies and there are really promising trials with the vaccines. Um, and we'll see what what comes of 2021. But for right now, we're off on a very um, dark path for at least for the movie theaters for 2021. And uh, that's unfortunate because they were already down. Um okay. But shifting gears, um, we have some really positive news, actually. uh, And that is um, referencing specifically Elliot Page and the fact that it is becoming increasingly more acceptable to identify how you want to perceive yourself, right? Like, there, there was a whole firestorm when Elliot Page announced that they were trans non-binary this week. And that happened, what, just a couple days ago? I think it uh, just happened yesterday, actually. Um, the article and- that I am seeing is from December 1st. Uh, well, so maybe it happened yesterday. Liar, then. <laughs> yeah, this Variety article that I have pulled up. Uh, the, the point is, I think that it's really encouraging and it's it kind of gives you a sense of hope that maybe just maybe um this 
will start to become more appropriate, not appropriate because it is appropriate, but it will become more common. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it's, I I mean, just reading the reaction to this, most people, and I want to be very clear, most people had a very positive reaction to this news. And most people look at a situation like this and, you know, think, well, it, it really doesn't affect me. So why, why do I need to be upset about it? Or why do I need to, you know, dwell on it? Why do I need to care really about what's going on? I mean, really, the only reason that you should care about this is that maybe this will influence someone else's decision. Um, you know, when you take, when you take a popular star like Elliot Page and you, and, and they so boldly come out and declare themselves to be who they want to be. It just, it, I think it encourages that behavior more among the people that um, maybe wouldn't have, you know, had had necessarily the opportunity to actually come out and do and do something like that. Um, the main reason that I wanted to bring this up is there was a lot of <laughs> negativity surrounding this as well. Um, it, it wasn't outweighed at all by like um, the positive reaction. I don't think, I mean, I don't know what you experienced with it. Did you experience most people, um, you know, kind of taking this news positively or did you experience people um, kind of being, well, just jerks, really. Uh, unfortunately, we're still in a time right now where this does get ridiculed and made fun of a lot, which is just downright disgusting. I just want to put it that is out unacceptable. there. It's horrible. There's no reason for it. But, I mean, luckily on my, on my end here, it definitely was being outweighed by an incredible amount of support by by people. I mean, yeah. There were some people who handled it with like, you know, such ease and, you know, didn't put down how they used to go by, you know, she or anything like that. They were using the correct pronouns, they were using their name and just showing like how easy it is to just, you know, use different words and how you don't have to be a a dick about it Mm -hmm. and that just oh when when i saw that elliot came out it was it made my heart so happy just reading the comments because you know i always go straight to the comments like all right who's gonna be an asshole about this but it was overflowing with generosity and it just made me so happy reading that yeah and a, a lot of people had questions about whether or not um page would still be uh, continue to be cast in Netflix's The Umbrella Academy? Uh, the answer to that is yes. Um, mm-hmm. As we've seen numerous times, um, c- cisgendered actors always seem to somehow find themselves in trans roles, and that has been the norm. I mean, you can go back, and and I like Jared Leto, but you can go back and you can look at you know Dallas Buyers Club and his nomination there. Like he is cisgender. And, um, beyond that, like, I just think that it wasn't that big of a deal for people to then immediately question whether or not they were going to have to recast the character in Umbrella Academy, because the character that Paige, uh, plays in the Umbrella Academy is a cisgender female. And, um, you know, 
I saw people being like, well, okay, well then they should recast the role because like, why? why would, why would, you know, why would Paige get to get to play that character if they don't identify that way? And in my mind, I was like, okay, but the reverse happens all the time. Like, why, why make a big deal about this? And also let's keep in mind that, that they didn't even identify, um, like as male, they identified as non-binary, like, and their pronouns are he, they, like, it's not one of those things where, um, there's a complete like, uh, switch, I guess. And it just shows, I think it really just shows how like, <laughs> uninformed people actually are and that's putting it nicely right um because there is a level of naivety with that um and you not willing to like accept change and accept um well not only that but like not being not being willing to educate yourself yes for something that's happening more and more often like great point I mean, educate yourself if you want to be considered a nice person or a good person. Like, realize that there's there's more out there than you know, and you can't just close yourself off in a box and pretend that it isn't an actual thing that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's not hard anyways. If, as long as you just educate yourself and read up on it, it's really not a hard thing to remember. Right. Right. It's, yeah, it's not. And- I've seen so many like articles, like the, the amount of like revisions in the articles that I've seen too, is quite uh, impressive. Actually. I didn't think that people would have to go back and change their article titles so many times um, because a lot of outlets were um, using uh, Elliot's dead name in, in the actual title of the article. And uh, you know, just, identifying not necessarily incorrectly but and i get that you want to you you want to still inform people so if you were just scrolling and you and you saw the name like elliot page you might not think um anything of it you might you you might think to yourself yeah i don't know who that is so i'm not even gonna not even gonna bother reading um and i get the argument for that but also it is really not cool to um especially it's like I saw one article, for instance, right, and it was um, Ellen Page's transition to Elliot Page. That's how it started, and I was like, "Ooh, like I get where you're going, and I get that you're trying to just be informative, but why don't you, why don't you lead with the the correct name? Why don't you lead with their name and not with the dead name? Because if you had said." Um, you know, for instance, like Elliot Page's transition from from and then use the dead name at that point. At least you're declaring that it's it's Elliot Page, right? Like there is a difference in just English right there in those two s- structures. Right. And um, yeah, it was am- it, it was amazing to watch so many people like flail on such a on such a minor. <laughs> I I just. I don't even know like how you honestly are still allowed to have a job if you were one of those people that wrote those headlines. I don't know if you saw any headline like changing or like, you know, headlines with like negative connotations, but there were quite a few. I didn't I didn't see any other articles besides the one that I read on 
on Facebook, which was pretty much this one, actually. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but I did know that people were dead naming him because I saw another article with him addressing it. And I didn't really go that much further into that article. I just thought that's like, you know, really shitty. Yeah. No, it is. They uh, are Elliot. Yes. And it's really not that complicated not to use the dead name and to find some way around it that doesn't imply that that their identity is still Ellen Page. Like that's I think I think that's where you ran into the issue with a lot of the articles is that it was implying that no, that's how they identify and not that's how they once identified. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just a difference in language that I think um we're still trying to figure out as normal humans but like you said it is on it's on you to educate yourself and if you don't want to do that then you know you really don't have any personal responsibility and you can't really um i mean at the end of the day it's about like you know respect too i mean because if you oh my god i really hate hearing these the excuse like oh i'm not gonna remember that like that not only shows that you're completely ignorant but you're also kind of like lazy too like which one would you rather be would you rather be ignorant or lazy as hell like yeah well why not both because at that point you're really doing both honestly and uh yeah no so but all in all like really positive piece of news um and i am so happy for him like truly like because again you know it's hard to see that the negative response to things but i'm sure he also witnessed you know the positive reaction that a lot of people had and a lot of people that um aren't necessarily in that kind of like group together in that hollywood elite bubble um specifically you know just just the general like <laughs> just the general population who look up to him is as like a like a role model like i think that it's it's impressive and it takes courage to do it even today um even though it it really should be normalized but there's not much you can do there so really good piece of news among the chaos that ensued with uh warner brothers and amc this week and uh yeah, that's about all we have for news. There really wasn't too much. We were both looking at like news stories and we couldn't really find anything. Uh, like I spent probably a good like 25, 30 minutes just scouring to try and find any bit of news that I might have missed. And outside of the, and you mentioned this, outside of the, like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation, which I don't even want to get into. Like I, that, yeah. that's a can of worms that I, I'm not going to open. Um and I'm, I just won't do it, <laughs> but, uh, cause I don't, I don't, I don't need, I don't, I don't go for, uh, controversial like clips. I, I don't need a controversial clip. Um, it's a no matter what heavily way. divided debate that's yeah. going on. It's been going on for years now. Yeah. So at this point, if you really haven't heard of it, go find an article. There's a couple years worth of information that you can very easily find at the click of a button. I know I personally mm-hmm. have been following it like a hawk for years now. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's just, it sucks at the end of the day. The whole thing sucks. Yeah. It just, it's, um, and it's depressing. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to throw that in here because depression. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think, I think we're ready to move on to, 
our trailer reviews. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our website, theburrreviews.com. If you like indie movies, or blockbuster movies, and anything in between, really, on our site you'll find podcasts, movie reviews, opinion articles, and more content that covers all types of cinema. But we especially love a good horror movie here at The Burrow. If you're looking for a review of your latest project, we got you covered. Simply search theburrreviews.com in your web browser and you'll find us. As a company residing in Nebraska, we know just how hard it can be to get your message out to the world, and we're here to help. Find our contact page on our website and fill out the form. You'll also find a list of submission guidelines on the page. And while not every submission will be accepted, mainly due to time restrictions, it is always worth a shot. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to the site now and check it out. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. All right, Linda, and you picked the trailers this week, so I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want to talk about Little Fish, or do you want to talk about Chaos Walking first? And I will follow your lead. Ah, crap. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll do... uh, Hang on. I'll do Chaos Walking, because I really like the cast in that one. Oh, the cast is so good in Chaos Walking. It's so good. Um, Keep in mind, I did choose both of the trailers that we're going to be talking about. However, I did not realize when I sent them to Jared that they were coincidentally both about some type of virus. Yeah. Little on the nose. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Life imitates art. Art imitates life. That's how it goes. Okay, Scream 2. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, fine. That's not the worst sequel of the series, so I'll live with yeah. it. <laughs> uh, but Chaos Walking, I'll read the synopsis here for you. A dystopian world where there are no women and all living creatures can hear each other's thoughts in a stream of images, words, and sounds called noise. Mm-hmm. The trailer... <sighs> It very vaguely reminded me of the Hunger Games. I'm not sure why. Yeah, like, there's something about the trailer that screams Hunger Games. And I'm not a huge Hunger Games fan, but at the same time, I really did not hate those vibes I was getting. Um, Mm. In it, you have the main character, Todd Hewitt, played by one fantastic Tom Harlan. Harlan. Tom Harlan. (laughs) Tom Holland. My bad. I'm not used to talking this much. Uh, (laughs) And he meets this woman named Viola Ede, played by Daisy Ridley. Uh, He's all sorts of spooked because she is a woman and they were supposed to be dead. And she's not. So, yeah. And he can't read her thoughts. And, you know, he's real freaked out about that i have not done a trailer review in such a long time (laughs) Uh, but the noise things that they have going on like it looks like someone blew a bubble and it just kind of got trapped around tom holland's head and it just kind of like moves whenever you know his mind is getting all loud and shit and it's it actually seems like it would be a good movie. I'm not really one that's like always like on board with like sci-fi adventure movies like this, but I actually really do want to see this. 
Um, my one complaint, and it might change when I actually watch the movie, is that I find it so oddly specific what the virus can do. Like, it wiped out all women, and now all mm-hmm. of a sudden everyone can hear each other's thoughts. I find that very odd for a virus. So I'm I'm hoping they kind of go into detail about what the hell happened. To yeah, they're going to have to. I need it. I need some type of explanation because otherwise it's just too, too weird, too oddly specific for a virus to really be accepted by me. But I mean, it also has Nick Jonas. I did not. I saw that and I was like, are you kidding me? I love him. He's so adorable. He's the most adorable one. I think the issue is, is it, it just feels too campy for me. Like the whole trailer, it was okay, but it felt campy. The one thing that You're gives campy. me campy, what? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that gives me hope is the casting. The casting is good. The casting is good, even Nick Jonas. But when I saw him, it kind of broke my immersion a little bit because I was like, "Ah, oh, you're going full camp." Okay. Um, Accept but- it for what it is and enjoy the film. I'm going to try. Uh, we have, but we have like literally like Daisy Ridley, like you said, Tom Holland, Nick Jonas, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, Cynthia Revo. Like it has all of these great actors in it and it's just a really great cast. And I can't um, wait to see all of them like mesh together. Cause it's such an interesting, like an interesting pool of people. It's a right? nice little gaggle of different actors yeah. that you don't yeah. normally see together in these types of things. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I loved about like Knives Out, for instance. And like, you know, there, there are movies like that that just have like that perfect like fusion of like different actors or different types of actors. And, and, uh, it's always fun to watch. So, yeah, I mean, um, I, I feel like this, I have a feeling that this movie will pleasantly surprise you. And if I'm wrong, we won't talk about it. <laughs> you might be wrong. But <laughs> Shut the- up. The good thing is it's directed by Doug Lyman and I love Doug Lyman movies like um American Made with Tom Cruise, you have Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, <laughs> uh Mr. and Mrs. Smith and you have like The Born Identity, Jumper with um what Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Bruce Willis. I think that's the right movie. I might be wrong. Don't Jumper? No, Jumper. Okay, yeah, Doesn't no, Jumper is that Aiden other one with Hayden Christensen. Yeah. yeah. What am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking of Looper. Yeah, ignore me. Looper. That's Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Uh, um, I know better than that. Uh, <laughs> Are you anyway. sure it's the director you love and not Tom Cruise? No, it's the director. Okay. I think Doug Lyman. I think Doug Lyman brings out a side of Tom Cruise that not a, not a lot of directors get from him. Um, oh, which he is- has an untitled Tom Cruise space project. Yeah, they're actually shooting that in space. So they're working with SpaceX to go to space for that film. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's going to be probably the first film that's shot like in space. Or Who shot the hell is funding Tom Cruise to go to space? Uh, he's a Scientologist. Oh my <laughs> God, get out of here. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Let's just, now I have a mind green. Yep. Tom Cruise is the Scientologist, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Oh my god. Uh, someone, someone get him off that spaceship. <laughs> someone stop him. <laughs> He's not gonna find anything up there. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so we uh 
in in other news we also have a uh, little fish which i knew nothing about this um it's i didn't by either chad, yeah it's directed by chad hardigan it's a, a romance and sci-fi film um again like linda said it's about another virus this time a couple fights to hold their relationship together as a memory loss virus spreads and threatens to erase the history of their love and courtship uh alzheimer's this is uh, actually really scary stuff, and these types of stories I usually avoid at all costs because I hate, Aww. I hate that memory loss. I don't hate the trope; it scares me. Is what is what it is. Like I, it's one of the very few things in movies that actually never fail to, um, you know, pull at my heartstrings a little bit when people can't remember things. Uh, I hate it. Like I absolutely hate it. I don't. I probably don't hate this movie. I hate the the memory loss aspect of it, yeah. and I don't. Again, I don't hate that the memory loss aspect is in the movie. I want to be clear. I'm just talking about the actual like concept of memory loss scares me. So, um, yeah, it looked pretty pretty intense actually. At least from my my perspective. I don't know how you read it. But like, it started off like pretty intense and then it kind of got into that romantic as- aspect. I don't yeah. I don't know what it is about me comparing movies to other movies on this podcast, but I kind of got a bit of like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes. Yeah. I got a little bit of that too and I think that's what is like I don't <laughs> I can that only movie, watch that like, movie every so often. Your freaking heart out. Yeah. It's and sucks. I don't I don't want to (laughs) i don't 2020 has been long enough um no it looks okay like um it has olivia cook and jack o'connell in it um uh who else does it have in it that i saw um they were the only two that i recognized yeah me too uh i was trying to see if it had any other big name cast but i don't think it does other than soko i don't know who that is but soko is a French actress known for her. Okay. Would probably help if I watched her. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, no. uh, Yeah, it it looks good. Like, I'm excited to check it out. That one is releasing on the 5th of February of 2021. Ooh, that'll be a good Valentine's Day movie. Yeah. Uh, just enough heartbreak. And then Chaos Walking releases on January 22nd of 2021. Those are your virus movies during a virus pandemic. Yeah, I did just see that Biden was uh, promising in his first 100 days to um, possibly enforce some side of some sort of like national mask mandate. So um, we'll see if you have to. I mean, you should anyway, probably until we have a vaccine, but go to the theater um with a mask on or just don't go i don't care like until this stuff is under control i'm wearing a mask because oh yeah it's it's gross you guys it's gross it's like walking around without underwear at this point it's gross wear one (laughs) okay it's like a fart i don't want you doing it in my face without underwear okay just wear one this is a dirty, dirty podcast. It really is, and that's a hundred percent my fault. <laughs> okay, uh, that's how you get pink eye, guys. Wear underwear. Wear a mask. Wise, spooky Linda words of the day. <laughs> uh, what a good podcast! Oh yeah, we uh, 
we're really making strides here, aren't we? We are. We are. Ooh. I'm sure you know by now, but we have our own YouTube channel. We upload video reviews of the latest television shows or movies, and we even have some Let's Plays on there. Simply search the Burr Reviews in YouTube search bar to find us. Lately, we have been heavily focused on our curated horror content. We do have a goal, however, to reach 100 subscribers by the end of the year. Right now, we are about 15 away from reaching that goal, and it would mean everything to the team here at the borough to be able to reach it by the end of this year. Make sure to not only subscribe if you like the content, but to give the videos a thumbs up and ring the bell to make sure you receive notifications in the future when we upload a new video. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. Well, that covers the trailer aspect of it. Like I said, we don't have any films, so don't expect films. But what we can tell you about is what's new to streaming this weekend. And we have a couple of interesting things, something that I might actually check out. Um, So we'll see if I actually check it out. Uh, I have not, every time I've read this off, I've looked at something that I thought was mildly interesting or intriguing, and I have never checked anything out that we've ever spouted off. So keep that in mind when I'm talking about this too, (laughs) because I'm a hypocrite. Um, Uh, You should totally go out and stream this stuff. Listen, I'm too busy editing a podcast and watching short films and and doing all this other stuff. He's too busy with his college degree, guys. Sorry, he's too (laughs) good for me now. By the way, something we didn't talk about in the intro because I didn't bring up the fact that I graduated. My final analysis paper ever was about Blade Runner 2049, and I got a 100% on it. Remember how excited you got? Because I was like, what's your final paper going to be on? You're like, Blade Runner? And I was like, oh? (laughs) And then you're like, I got 100 on it, Linda. And I was like, good job. Okay, listen, it's like poetic justice. I haven't written about it. Are so. you going to tell them about the thing I helped you with that you got a good grade on? I'm sorry it wasn't a hundred, but, you know, you got a good grade on it. Yeah, so we are releasing a, um, it's already on YouTube, but it's unlisted, so you're not oh, going to find it. Damn um, it. But uh, it is um, a uh, little short film that I did for my Saints, Witches, and Mad Woman class that, um, really just detailed um how society like views women from women's perspectives so i don't talk at all it's not i'm not involved in it i did not tell people what to say um but linda was lovely enough to come get interviewed Uh, i just asked like uh three different three different women uh, a bunch of like random questions i'm kind of off the cuff just to gauge what their opinion was on kind of the past and how women have been treated in the past and, and how things are changing in the future. And so that film, I have an assembly cut. There is an assembly cut completed. Now, do I need to go back in there and edit sound and edit, um, you know, add more layers on, um, some more visual effects, uh, transitions? Yes, I, I definitely need to go do that. But um, I think I'm going to work on it for the next three months. And then on the 8th of March, I think uh, if I like the cut enough, I think I might. And I'll have more concrete details as we get closer to. Um, but I think I might release it for everyone to view at home. I think it might be a nice little short film to just release on International Women's Day. So uh, 
yeah, key, I'll keep you posted with that. But Linda was kind enough to come join, and I got Yay. a 96 on it. Hell yeah, you did. So it's our 96 now. <laughs> I will say you and the you're like you're the last um person on screen before it's over. Uh so a lot of pressure. You get the final word. Oh, as far sweet. as the assembly cut's concerned, you have Yay. the final word. I'm so um, excited. And it's the day before my birthday too, if you release it on the eighth. Yep, it will be uh March eighth. If I release it, it's gonna be on that day. I can guilt people like for my birthday. Can you watch this? <laughs> You'll have to. I will. Instead Don't of doing worry. the little fundraiser thing on Facebook, you just put that in. Right. Like for my birthday, that. I'm just going to ask that you guys just, you know, watch this, praise me, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing too, nothing too big. Just, you know, worship the ground I walk on. It doesn't funny. cost you anything. Exactly. To, to just about. love me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, that'll be coming. It's called uh, Mad Woman in the Mad Women in the 21st Century is the title of that short. And uh, right now it's 12 minutes. I I'm sure it'll be a little bit longer by the time I actually get um, just by a few minutes probably. But by the time I get an actual um, cut, like narrowed down, pinned down, that's not just me throwing together footage because I'm on a time crunch, <laughs> uh, which is exactly what happened. <laughs> you know. But yeah, this weekend, what? have you got to stream? Well, you've got a few things. We have Selena, the series, um, which I, I, lots of people have been excited for this. This long anticipated original series tells the story of Selena Quintanilla. Um, and it goes into greater depth and detail than the iconic 1997 biopic that we've all seen a hundred times. Um, and that'll be on Netflix. So you can feel free to check that out. Um, we have The Sound of Metal. Uh, this is the one that I might actually go watch. The New York Times declares that Riz Ahmed gives one of 2020's best performances in this intimate indie film about a musician who descends into panic when he discovers he is losing his ability to hear and eventually finds himself forced to adapt to a new reality. That'll be streaming on Amazon Prime Video for all of you lovely people out there that have Amazon Prime. You also have the Great British Baking Show back with its holiday run, and it's uh, I think it's in its third season of their holiday run, and it's a mini series, so it's not going to be a full full blown you know Great British Baking Show series, but it is a mini one. And uh, this edition aired last year in UK, but is just now getting its US release. Um, so you can watch that on Netflix, and then you also have the Hardy Boys, uh, which is going to be on Hulu. Um, by the way, on the note of like Christmas cooking shows, Sugar Rush, I know just added their like holiday season up on Netflix too last weekend. So if you are in the mood to, you know, get creative with your decorations and your cakes and your cupcakes and confections, um, go watch those shows because they're just a delight to have on in the background. I mean, I don't know why I'm doing their promo for them, but oh, it was beautiful. I mean, you've given me a lot of festive ideas for the penis cakes I have to make this month. <laughs> <laughs> Just do some glitter, like some, like gold Just glitter on there. Call it, call it, it on festive. That's hilarious. I can maybe kind of mess with it a little bit, make it more tree shaped, but I I'm not gonna guarantee anything right now. Mm. You'll have to 
we'll have to find some way to maybe i'll invite you to the discord chat and you can just post a picture of it in the discord chat for everyone to see once we start getting actual like people following our discord then they'll be able oh that's what she was talking about oh it's like an actual penis shaped cake yeah i mean i am putting it on snapchat so if anyone wants to watch me make it i'm making it right after this and i'm putting my progress on snapchat wow and i'm doing it next week to the other one because that one's going to be my first like quadruple layered anything that i've ever baked so (laughs) i'm excited for that one so what about the people that are out of state and have no association with you and want to see this penis cake making? Sucks to be them. They should get to know me more. Ouch. Well, you are. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so <laughs> kidding. I tried to be, you know, I can't be that sassy. I'm really not that sassy. Um, you are today. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm feeling a little sassy today. I don't know what's up with me. Uh, But, you know, maybe I'll like, I don't want to put it on Facebook. My grandma's on there. My grandma? My grandmother. I don't think she (laughs) needs to see all these penis cakes that her lovely young granddaughter is making. I'm so sorry, Grandma. Jared's making me (laughs) post my penises on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh yeah it's totally me as we've dedicated a whole podcast to if you think about it like really at like, this point my grandma's probably shut it off like linda linda well that's the content you signed up for um <laughs> when you subscribe to this podcast feed you should have known that we were going to talk about this somehow yeah Okay, well, I think that concludes this episode of the Into the Burrow podcast for December 4th of 2020. It's been a long time. I'm glad that we're back in the swing of things. I imagine next week it's going to be even better. We're just going to kind of get in get in the swing of things a lot quicker. Next um, week we'll actually have ourselves together, I promise. Yes. Well, I'll start adding news stories to the to the Google Doc page for us. That way, and anything that you see, you can add it to the Google Doc page too. You have free reign of that as well. Um, so, like, I usually what I'll do though is I'll just start uh, putting like the the news bits that I maybe want to talk about in there, and then kind of filter them out from there. Um, so, yeah, no, I'll I'll, I'll get on that because this week was not it. I was not on top of it. I basically did everything two hours before we recorded. And then, yeah, it's been kind of a mad rush this week. I released a video. I did a written review. Like now, you know, obviously I'm recording a podcast. I might end up doing a mank video review on YouTube. We'll see. Or I might do, um, the movie that we just talked about from Amazon prime. Um, yeah, no, we'll we'll just play it by ear. We'll see. Make sure you're subscribed on all of the podcast feeds, whether that is Apple, Spotify, Google, not Pandora. Um, oh, make sure you're subscribed on all. Of, no, I've given up on Pandora. Fuck you have. Oh uh, no, I gotta tell my friend that. Yeah, um, they keep for whatever reason denying the podcast, and I'm like, Aww. okay, but but why? They're not giving me an explanation. They're just not approving it. So maybe maybe this very podcast is probably the reason why. <laughs> well, but 
how do they know that we would be recording a podcast like this? Oh, no. Maybe it's like a conspiracy thing. Maybe there's like a microphone in here somewhere. Oh, maybe. there's one maybe in front of me. Maybe, yeah, they're, maybe they're wiretapping me. Exactly. Like, they're moment. like, oh, no. Oh, no. They're inappropriate. No, no, no. We can't have that. Whatever, Pandora. Um, so not Pandora, <laughs> but you can also subscribe to the RSS feed on the website. You can do a plethora of things. Like you can go on YouTube and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, it would be really great if we had like 100 subscribers by the end of the year. I would really love that because uh, then I don't have to type in, you know, HTTPS like uh, forward slash forward slash the bar or not even youtube.com slash channel ug 5000 billion million ayz and i can just type in youtube.com slash the borough reviews so we would have our own url link which is really important uh so i would really appreciate that and i don't do the sub for sub thing like a lot of people do so um you won't find me going out there subscribing to random channels just so that maybe they can you know also subscribe to mine um i don't do that so uh, it would helps out a lot if you could actually go out and, uh, you know, subscribe there and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Um, just saying it would be really cool. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Linda's profiles are set to public, um, but mine are. So you can find me, uh, you know, Jared Charles at, on most things. I'm not going to probably accept your request on Facebook because that would be a little weird, but you want to follow me on Twitter. You want to follow me on Instagram. Totally cool with it. Uh, I can but, double check, but I'm pretty sure all my stuff is public too. I mean, I only have a Facebook and a Twitter that I'm rarely on. And I also have Snapchat, which I probably use the most out of anything. Yeah. Well, I, I won't did, get my Snap out. But. <laughs> <laughs> if you figure out my Snapchat, I'll give you the point by letting you follow me. Because impressive enough, I would be the worst for a stalker. Like, oh, you found me mysteriously? Well, good for you. I'll let you stay on here. You worked so hard. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I had an Instagram for all throughout high school, but then I deleted it because I was like, I haven't been on here in over a year. There's really no point for me to have an Instagram. I'm not a very mm. picture-taking person. I'm not either. So, I mean, you know, if you want to follow me on Facebook and Twitter, go go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. Hmm. <laughs> I like friends, stalker and no stalker. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty accepting, so. You're you're opening yourself up for a can of worms that you probably don't want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> I um, live with three people and I have a penis bat. Have at it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, probably don't want to ma- don't don't want to don't want to square up against that. Really don't. I played softball like my whole life. I know how to swing one. Well then. With all that being said, do those things. If you would like to follow Linda, you totally can. If you would yeah. like to follow me, you totally can. But you must follow the borough on everything. So. Yeah, you, you have to. If you're not following the borough, like everything of ours, then I that that's where my line will be drawn. I'm mm-hmm. not going to follow you back. So with so. my whole entire no. Uh, not wow. <laughs> Ooh, whoa. Whoa. Wait a uh, minute. Let's take a minute here. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was so. That was so bitter. I usually get like that. Uh, you know I mean. know. It's been a couple weeks though. I forgot. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, thank you, Linda, for joining me. Um, we didn't, I didn't, did I say my name at the beginning of this podcast? I don't know, but thank you, Jared, for joining me. So. Okay. Well, thank you, there Linda, we for joining me as well. <laughs> Hopefully I said the whole little intro spiel, but I don't think I did. You know what? At this point, if they don't know who they're listening to, that's on them. True, true, true. So. Well, okay, well, I'll do it next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, uh, I hope you all have a good weekend and stay safe, wear a mask, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.